listening to True To You Radio, your home for mindfulness, mastery, motivation, and magic. TrueToYouRadio.com Hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way. You just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. The Heart Dancing Mantra is Let Love Lead. Remember, when you let love lead, you will always find the way. Heart Dancing. And today, we have a special guest, Heart Dancers. I have never had anyone on the show with her particular skills, so I'll give you a little bit of lead-in, but I just wanted you to kind of perk up your ears because this is a very, very special show. Um, We have Diana Van Trifelpak, and I probably butchered her last name, but she can correct me in just a moment. Uh, Diana is an intuitive animal communicator and healer, and she's always been able to talk to animals, but didn't want to recognize that because it's a little bit out of the norm. But one day during a dark period in her life, a dog actually saved her. And I want to hear that story, Diana. You, you're after my own heart with that, that. So welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Yes, thank you. <laughs> sure. So please, you have to tell us a little bit about that story of how a dog saved you. Yeah, and you actually pronounced my last name really, really nice. <laughs> oh, good. Awesome. Okay, because yeah. I have been known to butcher people's names, not intentionally. Well, it's one of the best pronouncements I've heard in a long time, so. Oh, yay, yay. Yeah. Okay, so tell us yeah. about the dog, if you would. About the dog, yeah. So it was um, in a period of my life when I was really lost and... Um, I didn't have fun anymore and didn't know what to do with my life. And um, I just ended a relationship. I was living on my own and I was really down and depressed. And nobody could help me. I had been to several therapists and my friends couldn't help me. My family couldn't help me. And I was just, you know, flowing out of life, as they, as they say. And, and then my sister, she had... Uh, a few puppies and one of those puppies 
he just came to me every time and I was like, I can't take care of a puppy right now, not in the state I'm in. But, you know, things go as they go and I took him in and he opened my heart and I started really to enjoy life again and he was really my lifesaver. So <laughs> what no other therapist could do, he was able to do, he was able to get me back into life. And then when my heart opened, of course, I was open to contact with other people again. And my life started really be happy again. So that was my dog. And he stayed with me for 16 and a half years. And he passed away in 2012. And actually at the last phase of his life, I was able to help him uh, in return. So that's the story of the dog that saved my life. Mm, that's, yeah. that's so beautiful. What, yeah. what was the dog's name so I can refer to him? Elvis. No way. Yeah. Elvis? Yeah. So, yeah, I always say Elvis saved my life. Yeah, okay. and it's like, it's, yeah. That's so funny. So, tell us how you gave him the name of Elvis when you live in the Netherlands? Netherlands. Yes, the Netherlands in Europe. Okay. Yeah. So, tell us how your dog got the name of Elvis. It was a little uh, Shih Tzu. I don't know if you know the breed. Mm -hmm. uh, they're funny little dogs. And when they are puppies, they're all like this fluffy hair. And he had a, oh, he had his hair in a, in a particular way. We all said, oh, it's like Elvis. <laughs> and then, so that was his, yeah, that's, that's how he got his name. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. Well, obviously Elvis had special qualities for him to yeah. be able to help you out of that dark period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was just full of joy and full of love. And no matter how dark it became for me, he was always there and cheering me up. And, you know, he, he believed in me mm. <laughs> in a period I didn't believe in myself or anything. So he was my way into, um, yeah, getting into my life in another way, in a more spiritual way. And also um, <laughs> getting back to my biggest wish that was to help animals to work with animals and yeah it took it took a while <laughs> for me to get where i am now but yeah he was the start of everything so yeah yeah well, thank goodness yeah. for Elvis, right yeah <laughs> yes well yes. let me ask you you said that toward the end of his life you were able to help him so yeah. during this 16 and a half year journey together with Elvis, the shih tzu mm -hmm. um yeah when you also began to realize or open up to or accept your ability to communicate with animals yes yes it actually it started out with uh, me go go uh, he at a time in his life he became slowly paralyzed and we didn't know what was going on and of course he visited the vets and he got onto regular medication and that made him even worse so we started to check out alternative uh, means and therapies. And that's, that got me really interested. And so um, after a few years, I, I, I got into an education uh, about naturopathy for animals. And through that, I came into contact with people who did animal communication. And then, yeah, then the ball started rolling, as they say over here. <laughs> because then I, I rediscovered the disability I had. And I was like, oh, I, don't have to, I really don't have to study. I just do it. <laughs> so, yeah, it was through, through my journey with him, I rediscovered my abilities. Yeah. That's, mm. uh, 
So you tried to learn animal communication through a formal process and then came back to realize that you already knew how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great because the, the, the one that tried to teach me, my mentor, she said, I'm not going to teach you the method or the or, uh, steps or a system because you have a natural ability and those will only... Um, <laughs> sorry, my phone is going off. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I never get phone in night, but <laughs> okay. So yeah, um, and she actually said, um, if I learn you the system as uh, most people use, it will only uh, stand in the way of your natural abilities. So uh, the only thing she did was uh, help me waking up my intuition and my natural abilities. Um, well, and she also confirmed that you did have those abilities. Yes, yes, yes. Immediately, we did a few, uh, you know, I, I do readings from photos, and we did a few, and she said, okay, you just you just get it. You know, you, you don't even have to uh, do a certain ritual or anything. You just, you are, your contact is immediately. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah. did she say that was unusual? She said it's it's not unusual, um, but it's uh, yeah. I, I I do believe anyone can learn if you are uh, open to it. But uh, for me, it's more like a, a natural born ability. And um, she, there are there are other animal communicators out there that are natural born, but it's like it's it's contacting on another level. So if you um, get more aware of life and how things work also on an energy level, then I, I, I do believe anyone can learn. <laughs> yeah, I do believe that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so tell us a little bit about how you help people or help animals. Well, um, yeah, <laughs> it's something I, I really wish, you know, people would come sooner, but uh, as it happens, uh, most of the time people come to me when there's um, really something going on like a problem or a health problem or a behavioral problem. And uh, they find me. Uh, at the moment, they find me uh, most of the time through other people. So it's hearsay um, and they say, oh, Diana's really good. You should contact her. And um, yeah, and then lots of times there are some problems going on. And maybe most of the times they are really... Yeah, already serious and people tried everything they went to the vet they had a behavior specialist or other things and and their last resort then is mostly most of the time is contacting an animal communicator and then I can get into contact with the animal of course and see what's going on from the animal's point of view and that's the part that most of the time is uh, overseen so, yeah, and then uh, a whole different point of view uh, will, yeah, the, what the animal feels and needs, uh, and then the owner can take steps on that. And also lots of times when the owner um, finds out what the, what's going on with the animal, there there's this sense of understanding and a better connection and... What I hear a lot of times from owners is after I did a session that um, that their connection, their bond is better and stronger, and that solves <laughs> that actually solves some problems already. So yeah, that's um, 
that's the basis of animal communication and uh, there's a lot more possible but uh, yeah that's most of the time why people come to me when there's something going on <laughs> okay well thank you for that explanation so mostly are your clients uh, pet owners of dogs or cats i mean is that pretty much what we're talking about or are there other times yeah I, I can talk to any kind of animal. It's no problem. I can talk to wild animals. It, it, it's no, it, it doesn't matter. I can talk to spiders. <laughs> it's really? No, yeah, yeah. It's all energy, and uh, it's it's on, an, on another level we we communicate. Um, but most of the time, I get dogs. Yes, that's uh, I think the biggest percentage of my clients that have dogs, and then in second place is cats, and after that horses and some other animals and for my education I also talked to a, a few parrots that was also f very funny because they really talk mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah it's 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 really cool and I see you know for instance dogs uh, they have other messages than cats or horses so yeah if you are attracted to dogs or cats or horses you probably have something going on in your life that um, yeah that resonates with the kind of pet you you get <laughs> right okay so you you briefly mentioned spiders i just kind of want to close up that that yeah. part of the interview um do you can you talk to birds or yes. reptiles or fish all kinds of animals <laughs> okay so basically anything that's that's living and that's around uh people yeah, yeah, actually, and um, you know, I've never tried to talk to bacteria, for, but why not? You know? <laughs> but why not? You know, I've I've talked to ants. You know, someone had an ant infestation, so I talked to ants. And um, okay, so I have to stop you. What did the ants say? What did the ants say? Oh, it was all about community building. So that was really awesome. <laughs> And then, and it, she could relate to it, so that was uh, yeah, that was very funny. And um, and did you ask the ants to leave? I did ask, but <laughs> they said they wouldn't leave until she was ready. So yeah, <laughs> were, were they trying to build community with her? Yeah, 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 yeah. See, they were her, there for her as a help, but you know, yeah, and that's the problem with uh, animals like that in your in or, in or around your house. <laughs> It's probably not not always uh, that handy, you know. <laughs> yeah, if you have uh, bees or any other animals, it's not always funny to have them around. No, and, you no. know, and I can ask them, and it's also I get a lot of requests from pet owners, for instance, to ask their pets about certain things to stop doing things, and I can ask, but it doesn't mean they will stop doing it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, that's interesting. So what, besides Elvis, because we know he's in a very special place in your life, yeah. is there a um, funny dog story you can tell us about a, a dog that you've helped? Just real quick, real short, just to kind of show your process and how yeah. you can help people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, a funny dog story. Let's Oh, I've talked to so many dogs. <laughs> Oh, I I didn't prepare for this. I'm sorry. So, no, I'm just scanning my um, uh, because you ask for a funny, and I get a lot of serious things. Okay, we're serious. It can be serious. <laughs> no, it's more like uh, and, and this week I don't know why this week, but I get a, um, this week I'm getting a lot of uh, old animals. Um, okay, so how how would you help an older animal that is you know? 
Yeah, yeah, in transit, yeah. In transit, thank you. Yeah, the last phase of its life. And I, I actually got a lot of animals this week that are in that phase. Um, yeah, how would I help them? And it's, you know, if you, if you have a, a, a pet in that phase and um, as owner, you always are insecure about what to do. And um, if you should uh, help it or how you can help it. And because your own emotions are blocking the process and then it's it's good to talk to the pet to see what the pet needs mm -hmm. if it needs anything and uh, what I hear most of the time uh, is that the pet just wants to wants you to be with it you know just be with it in love and just spend some beautiful moments together and so that the life can be yeah you know celebrated at the end of its life you know and um that's what that's why I see a lot and um, what they also say is I will give you messages when I'm gone and that ha I, I that's actually that happens a lot uh, and um, yeah that's how you can help uh, the pets and the owners you know it, it's reassuring for the owners to know that they are doing the right thing and they are that the process is, is just going as it's, it's supposed to be going and and when the time is there to let go, that they are uh, that they are ready, and uh, that that makes the process so much more peaceful and loving, and that's what the animal wants, you know, that that loving uh, last part of it of the life, and just do some things, maybe go to the beach one more time, maybe go to uh, to a walk in the forest if if they can't walk anymore, that that you carry them, or uh, some kind of special food they really like, you know, a lot of dogs want. Uh, little cheese or a little uh, bit of sausage you know <laughs> things like that or yeah and and that makes that makes the process more light and more loving yeah so Aww. you just no. sad um, no, no. <laughs> no but i mean animals and for me particularly dogs just have a very special place because to me they're unconditional love yes. so yes. if we can give that back to them especially toward the end of their life a way of thanking them for being such a integral part of our lives and for yes. you know as you say opening your, our hearts because that's basically what they do yeah yeah that's especially dogs i must say especially dogs is it's a really strong uh yeah quality of dogs opening your heart yeah yeah it's mm -hmm. true yeah and just to be able to let them know that you do appreciate what they've done for you yeah yeah, yeah and it's also well i'm also also always saying to owners just talk to them you know and they say yeah but the will he understand yes yes you know it, it will understand just talk to it and say you love it and you know that you were thankful for all that he gave and and it works you know the animal understands it's it's not like yeah they just understand it's we use words but the moment we speak, especially when we speak from the heart, uh, the energy also comes through, and that is what the animal picks up. That's the love and the uh, gratitude, and yeah, that's um, yeah, mm. speaking from the heart. <laughs> yeah. So animals pick up on the energy, and yes. we're just focusing on the words, saying, oh, they don't understand, but... yeah. <laughs> It's really the energy that we're able to share with them that they, yes. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like, um, and 
it's not like they actually understand the words, you know, because when I talk to animals, I, I talk in uh, mostly my native language or in English, but I, when I talk to a dog from Germany, I don't talk in German, you know, it's more, the, it's the energy and it's translating of the energy and what happens and what I get as images or colors or memories. And that's a translation I do. And that's what I, I yeah, that I pass on to the owner. Yeah. Mm, so that brings up an interesting point. Energy is not tied to specific language. Energy is its own language. Yes, yes. And then you're able to interpret that energy. So the owner, who may be from Germany or the Netherlands or yeah. Texas, where I am, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, able to, you're able to interpret that universal energy yes. in a way. Okay, interesting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, because you know that's that that's that's basically how it works. You know, it's it's all in it's all happening in that energy field, and um, that's what I actually you know if you read the books from Rupert Sheldrake or um, what's the writer from the field, um, I don't know, I don't remember, but you know they all all talk about this energy field and the collective consciousness, and that's that's not. That's not only human, you know, the collective consciousness spreads through the animal world and even the trees and the plants, they also communicate. So <laughs> that's also energy. Yeah. Mm. So basically you can actually talk to anything. <laughs> well, some people can. <laughs> <laughs> if, you are, if you are open to it and you are uh, able to step into that energy. Yeah. Yes. Then you are, yeah. Well, real quickly, we're, we're getting toward the end of the show, but I know you also do work or talk with wild animals. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can you speak to that yes. for just a moment? Oh, yeah. So that's uh, more of the... Um, uh, you get messages from animals all the time, and they are, like, mirroring us, or um, when you are attracted to a certain kind of animal that has certain traits or qualities, you can, you can get messages out of that. And um, lots of times I get people, you know, there's this owl uh, following me and everywhere I go, I hear owls or um, people that are, you know, are saying like, yeah, I think a wolf is, a, is my totem animal. I don't know if you ever heard of totem animals or spirit animals that they are with you all your life. And uh, we actually can, we, we can learn from them. And um, the Native Americans call that medicine and it's the lessons they learn uh, to us and um, so I can tune into what's going on um, if you have uh, you know an animal like that following you around if it has a certain message or if you see butterflies everywhere you know butterfly stands for transformation so probably it has to do something with that and uh, I can tune into the animals and see what's going on for you on that part yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a special offer, I, a special consult I do, and it's, um, yeah. Okay, and, and yeah. How, how would people get in touch with you if they're interested in either finding out what their spirit animal is, or if yeah. they have an animal that keeps appearing? How would they get yeah. in touch with you? Yeah, they can get in touch with me uh, through my website. Um, that's uh, www.heart-messages.com. And on that website, there is, um, you can see what I offer at the moment. Um, and I, th I think more things will be added in the future, but it's, what I'm offering now is on there. 
And you can also, uh, through the website, uh, get in contact with me and schedule uh, an exploratory talk so we can see if we are a match and what I can do for you. And yeah, and I'm also very active on Facebook, so um, also hard messages. So if you find me on Facebook or send me a message through Facebook, and then I will contact you to, uh, to see what we can do. And um, yes. Yes, that's the best way. <laughs> yes, well, good. Thank you. So that's heart-messages.com is your website. Yeah. And uh, search Facebook for, is it a page or a group, Heart Messages? It, it, it's a page, and it's called Heart Messages. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it is uh, heart, and uh, heart is with, um, <laughs> what's that called? Uh, oh, uh, a big letter. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, abbreviation or... Yeah, it's it's like hard messages, and then the H and the M are uh, oh capital, capital. Yeah, so yeah. capital. Yeah, <laughs> blackouts. No, yeah, it's a capital. Yeah, so yeah, oh. but you able to find me, or you can look up my name, my name, Diana van Trijfelpak, and <laughs> and then you can also find me. Yes, and I'll be sure to put all this in the show notes. So yes. people yes. who are listening, um, just look at uh, my blog where I post this, and you'll be able to find all these links and all this information. Well, Diana, we're at the end, but I understand you wanted to give a gift to the heart dancers. Yes, to the heart dancers. Um, I don't. Yeah, if you are um, really interested in what you, you know, what you just hear, heard, heard <laughs> and think like, oh, I would really love to know more about that, and maybe even uh, uh, schedule something with me. I'm offering a twenty-five percent discount, especially for the heart dancer uh, listeners. And it's on two kinds of consults, and that's the sweet and short message with your pet, and the call of the wild. And the one is, of course, with pets, and the other is with the wild animals. So I have something for both, so something for people with pets and for people without pets. Awesome. Well, that is exciting. And, I, you know, can I take you up on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> Um, because we have a, we had a dog this summer that she was probably 14, 15. Yeah. And she was a rescue. So that's why I don't know exactly how old she was, but you know, one morning we woke up and she couldn't stand and you know, you just know when it's time. Yeah. But we were able to talk to her and love on her and, and, and thank her because she was really a big part of our family. So I would love to be able to communicate with her and make sure she's okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I I even have a special consult for that, but we will talk about that, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, and just so you know, I think this is funny, um, she was a black and white Afghan, so yeah. the dog with all the hair, but very elegant, and her name was Godiva, like the child. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'd love to talk to Miss Godiva and make sure she's doing okay, which yeah. she is. Yes. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. Yes. Okay. And I would also invite anyone who's listening, if you have um, either a pet now that maybe is causing you a little bit of consternation or just you don't understand why their behavior changed, Diana can help you. If you have a, a dog or a cat or another animal that you've had to um, say goodbye to, she can also help you. So that's why I really love to bring people like you, Diana, onto the show because you offer such a unique service, but it's so needed. 
So thank you. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for being so visible with your gifts. I, I think that's really great. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. I really loved it. Yes. Yeah, good. And is there any last piece of wisdom or advice that you would give to people, either pet owners or non-pet owners, something that maybe they can start looking for or be more open to? Yeah, it's it's you know it's all about uh, the heart connection. You know, we all we both have something with the heart. It's the heart connection that will open up uh, the ways to communication. So mm-hmm. do it from the heart instead of the mind. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're talking my language. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And we could even take it a little bit further and say heart communication, everyone recognizes that. Yes. It's its own language. But the mind messages tend to garble that sometimes. So get back to your heart, uh, love and live from your heart, and your life will flow. Yes. Very Thank you, Diana. You've been a wonderful guest. I really appreciate it. And I know everyone listening does too. This has been the uh, Heart Dancing Radio Show. And I hope you found this to be informative. And tell your friends. We'd love to have this be a party. So please come back. Uh, Please share this episode as well as any other episode that resonates or you think may help someone in their journey. And remember to let love lead. Whenever you let love lead, it leads you back to that heart space where we all are one. Thank you so much and have a great day. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, Heart dancing, it's the only way to live. (laughs) 